0: Welcome to the Teach Me Lit podcast. I'm Sophie Tuvey, and I love talking about books and helping you to revise for English literature and go deeper in the texts you're studying. This is a To Kill a Mockingbird vision podcast and the character we're gonna be talking about today is Boo Radley. From the beginning of the novel, Boo Radley is an outcast figure someone who's a secretive figure, no one's ever seen him for ages, Uh, Scout and Gemma are absolutely fascinated with him and he becomes really a test case in point for how the town of Maycomb treats outsiders, people who are different. Um, From what we hear right in the earlier section of the book about Boo's history, um, his name's Arthur, when he was younger he got in with the wrong crowd, Um, the boys uh, sort of um, created a bit of a disturbance, Um, and his father Mr Radley is a severely religious man and basically after this um, incident um, he basically agreed with the judge that he was going to keep Arthur um, and make sure that he was never going to do anything like that again and then um, it says Mr Radley's boy was not seen again for 15 years so um, Mr Radley obviously basically shut up his son indoors from this point onwards um, and presumably didn't allow him to leave the house. We don't exactly know. Um, It's extremely mysterious and that's why Scout and Jem absolutely love um, supposing about what really is going on in the Radley house. They also piece together um, various bits of gossip about Boo Radley, which, again, we're not really sure how much we can believe. Um, Stephanie Crawford, who is the neighbourhood gossip, um, has said that Boo was sitting in the living room cutting some items from the newspaper, and when his father came in, he drove the scissors into his, his dad's leg, um, pulled them out, wiped them on his pants and resumed his activities. And he was 33 years old at that point. Um, now again, we're not really sure how much this can be taken literally because we know Stephanie Crawford is not a very reliable source. But it seems that the impression make get of Boo is that he has gone crazy. Um, which as Miss Mordy later says is very unsurprising given that he's been confined for so long with no society. Now when um, Mr. Radley dies, um, unfortunately nothing really changes for Arthur um, because his elder brother basically takes over the same role um, and they see him walking into town um, but they never see Arthur leave the house either. Now there's lots of um, kind of gothic elements to the way that Harper Lee uses this story in the sense of building up tension, a kind of phantom figure um, in the early section of the novel. Um, And the gothic has always been a genre that explores the fears that we have, that we like to project onto a monster. We like to take things about ourselves that we don't like and put them onto a kind of scapegoat or a phantom figure um, that embodies all of those fears and maycomb is obviously a town that has a lot of pride a lot of pride in itself as being um, a very righteous christian place um, and boo kind of represents everything that they want to hush up and shut up indoors um Arthur's sort of teenage rebellion for what it was um, is something they want to lock up and hide away because they want to be seen to be outwardly respectable. And the central irony of the novel is that obviously um, they fail completely in their pursuit of justice, in the miscarriage of justice that is Tom Robinson's trial um, and in their treatment of Boo as well. Now, we you see a lot in the novel about um, figures who are outcast, and obviously as Tom Robinson's trial takes precedent in the story, um, the focus is very much on that, But what I love is the way the book is structured to return to the figure of Boo Radley right at the end. So you know you have a lot about Boo in the beginning and Jem and Scout and Dill trying to get Boo to come out of his house and Atticus being very, very stern with them uh, stop tormenting that man. Um, Then they get swept up in the events of the trial um, and then right at the end of the novel when um, Bob Ewell attacks them on Halloween in the dark, it is Boo who um, intervenes. He's been watching presumably as he's been watching through the whole course of the novel from behind the porch door um, and he grabs a kitchen knife, comes out um, and he kills Bob Ewell, preventing him from killing Jem and Scout. Um, now what's obviously really interesting is that when we actually meet Boo, after so hearing so much about him, um, he says very, very little. He's obviously Get out of his wits. He looks like a ghost. He's white and pale and grey, and all of the words used to describe him show that he has essentially been turned into that ghost by the way that his family have treated him and the whole town of Macomb in their rejection of him. Boo's imprisonment is mental and psychological, it's not just physical. And what's really interesting in this last section of the novel, when he does this amazing heroic act, very courageous, um, saving German and Scout, is that he basically sits in silence as Hectate and Atticus argue about what's going to be said. Um, Atticus obviously doesn't even realise what Boo has done. Um, maybe that's because Boo has been invisible for so long that all Atticus can think is that Jem must have killed Bob Ewell, And he keeps trying to argue with Hectate about how Jem should, you know, not have this sully on his name and he needs to tell the truth. And Hectate finally gets Atticus to realise that he's not talking about Jem. And of course, he wants to protect Arthur from being put into the spotlight, which is something that he would hate When Atticus finally realises what Arthur's done, um, he thanks him for his children in a really poignant moment and Scout, who obviously the whole novel has been wanting to meet through Radley, um, gets to essentially escort Arthur back to his house. The only thing that he says is this really plaintive childlike question, will you take me home to Scout? And isn't it ironic that this is the one time when he's left the house in the entire novel of, that we've seen, and perhaps after such a prolonged period of being shut away, he actually desires enclosure. There's a comment that, um, that Jem and Scout make to one another when they're talking about um Thompson's trial, and I think Jem says, you know, I'm beginning to understand that boo may not want to come out and as the german scout begin to understand that maycomb perhaps isn't as great a place as they've always thought it was they start to understand how it may be um a decision that boo has made himself now that he actually doesn't want to be part of the society there to all intents and purposes um Boo acts like a child um, and seems to have very limited mental capacity in that final section Um, and so if you do get any questions on the theme of childhood or growing up, it would definitely be interesting to contrast Scout, a character who does grow up through the novel and understand more by the end and the beginning, with a character like Boo, who basically appears to me to regress from being um, a teenager, a young adult, um, trying out his own way, and then essentially being reduced to this silent, childish figure of a man. So Boo is the gothic monster of the novel, he is the phantom, but by the end he becomes Arthur to Scout Um, and that is absolutely crucial for understanding the theme of empathy, that Scout's moral journey is about learning to walk in someone else's shoes and when she says just standing on the Radley porch was enough, it shows her completion of her journey that by seeing the world through Boo's eyes he no longer becomes the ghost that he's always been however it's extremely poignant that she says that she never saw him again so essentially despite his great act of courage um, nothing really changes if you've enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful please hit subscribe and share it with a friend you can find me on instagram and twitter just search for teach me lit I'm always open to requests, so if you want me to talk about a text you're studying, get in touch. Thank you for listening. See you next time on the Teach Me Lit podcast.